When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Soap is Dope podcast. I'm your host, Pop Buchanan. This episode is called Spiritual Motivation. This episode is intended to help the recovery community find courage and sobriety and strength in battling addiction. I would like to thank the Lion of Judah for the amazing content, Pastor John Hagee and the motivational speaker, Jim Rohn. Ladies and gentlemen, please enjoy this is a very clean, tight episode. Sometimes we have to get motivation from a spiritual place. This is God motivation. This is a godly episode, and I hope you find value. Please enjoy. Let me put the nail in this coffin real tight. God hates a coward. God hates a coward. 21 and 8 says, but the cowardly and the unbelievers Murderers, the sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake of fire, which is the second death. God wrote that I didn't. Who leads the list of that ragtag mob? The cowardly. Look at your spiritual forefathers in the faith. Moses, with a shepherd's staff, invades the royal court of Pharaoh. Pharaoh, who's considered God on earth, who has the most mighty army that any nation ever assembled together. And he looked him in the face and said, let my people go. He was not afraid. Look at David, the shepherd boy, bringing a sling. And David and, da and Goliath is coming against him. And David looks at him and said, you come to me with a sword and spear, but I'm coming to you in the name of the Lord. Duck Leroy, here comes an exceeding head rate you're not gonna get over. Jesus, he's in the garden of Gethsemane. He's praying. 500 Roman soldiers come from the Antonian fortress to arrest one Jewish rabbi praying in the garden. Think about that. 500 battle-ready Roman soldiers to arrest one Jewish rabbi praying with 12 sleeping disciples. They said, we seek Jesus of Nazareth. He said, I am he. They fell on the ground like dead men. Jesus was no coward. I want to tell you something. Jesus lost his life at Calvary, but he didn't lose the fight. God will give you only what you're willing to fight for. Satan attacks you because you're God's child, and he hates God's property. Satan attacks you because you're the light of the world, and he's the prince of darkness. Satan attacks you because you're the truth, and he's the father of lies. Satan attacks you because you're a soldier of the cross. You're anointed. You have the word of God. You have covered by the blood of Jesus Christ. You can take the sword of the truth of God and attack the gates of hell. You're a threat to him. Whenever you roll over in bed, every devil in Bear County gets a migraine headache. That's why he hates you. And to those of you who name the name of Christ, stop allowing Satan and his demonic goons to, to destroy your marriage. Put on the whole armor of God and fight back. Quit allowing him to attack your health. The Bible says by his stripes we are healed. 
quit allowing him to attack your finances. The Bible says God will rebuke the devourer for your sake. He will make him give it back to you sevenfold. Stop allowing the devil to rob you of your peace because Jesus Christ is the Prince of Peace. Stop allowing Satan to rob you of your joy. In his presence is the fullness of joy. Do you want it? Then fight for it. Do you want it? Then fight for it. Put on the whole armor of God and stand beside me and take the word of the holiness of the Father. Fight the good fight of faith. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a larger metaphor for our recovery, for our life. This is all a battle between our recovery and our addiction. And we're fighting this battle between the flesh and the spirit for our whole life. All right. The thing about recovery is a lifetime sentence, right? We have to stay committed for the rest of our lives. So we're fighting principalities and powers in addition to that, we're fighting, fighting our flesh, our urges, our minds, and everything around us. So we are in a perpetual war with ourselves, with the darkness, with the demons. I love the biggest thing I love about this is when um, John McGee said, don't let the demonic goons rob you of your peace. That's within the world, that's online, that's within your life, that's within your family, that's within your friends, that's within your mind, that's everywhere, we're always under attack, this is where, you know, we're suffering from depression, anxiety, self-hatred, you know, all type of afflictions from drugs, addiction, to alcohol, to process addictions, we're always fighting, but we have to find courage. Let's keep going. We who carry this book have so taken from Jesus Christ his nature. We have forgotten who he is. He is the son of God who looked at his crowd one day and said, you are of your father the devil. That's not very commonly preached in the church of America today. The fact is that God will give you what you're willing to fight for. In this war, you will demonstrate courage or cowardice. Some of you are courageous soldiers of the cross and some of you are cowardly to the core. You don't deserve the name of following Jesus Christ. Now here's what else you must do in the summer. Like a father, you must look out for your enemies. And believe me, we're gonna have some. But remember, like a father, who would guard carefully his family. I'm asking you to stand guard. I'm asking you to stand at the door. I'm asking you whatever threatens you, threaten it back. Whatever pushes against you, push it back. Whatever wants to overwhelm you like a father, stand up, take control, and do battle with your enemies wherever you find it. Be strong in the Lord. Say that with me. Be strong in the Lord. Be strong in the Lord. When you eat this meat for men and milk for children, you'll be strong in the Lord. When you watch 40 hours of television, you couldn't give your witness in the first church of any church in America. 
This is God's fight, it's not yours. It's God's victory, it's not yours. It's God's glory, it's not yours. It's God's kingdom, it's not yours. It's God's strength, it's not yours. Put on the whole armor of God and fight and fight to win because the victory is ours through Christ the Lord. Give him praise in the house of God. What's the point I'm making here? The point is you can never exhaust God's resources. You can never exhaust God's resources because he can do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask or think. You can see his mighty power, but when he gets through, he's not exhausted. He has much more strength ready to give you from day unto day. He can defeat any giant that's before you. He can produce dreams in the desert. He can produce manna that will fall from the sky. He can send cloven tongues of fire in the upper room. He can walk on the water in the sea of Galilee and salvage you. The thing that you think is about to destroy you, he can use it for a sidewalk to save you. When you grow weary, he can make you to run like Elijah 40 miles before the chariot. When you grow faint, he can give you strength. He can send you power that you can't begin to touch. You cannot exhaust God's power. Give him praise in the house of God. Stand guard, be strong in the Lord, don't be scared, take control, remember we are in a war, fight and fight to win. Ladies and gentlemen, this is powerful and, and it doesn't matter if you're not of the Christian faith, this is all about, when I say spirituality, I'm talking about no matter what our religion is, this all applies because we're fighting a, a spiritual war and we're humans Having a where spiritual beings having a human experience and spiritual warfare states that we're fighting principalities and powers, just like our addictions is really tough. Every day someone is dying, so there is a real fight, right? We just did an episode talking about um, spirituality and addiction and the origins of Alcoholic Anonymous, where we talked about um, spiritus contra spiritum, where it's the spirit versus the spirit. The spirits that's in alcohol and the spirit that we are is this conflict between the spirits. And the only thing that could fight a spirit infestation or a spiritual addiction is a heightened spiritual experience, right? So we have to reach out to a higher power. So I'm sharing this as a motivational piece for you to translate it into your personal faith. I'm aware that not everyone that listens to the podcast is religious. I'm not necessarily religious. I'm more spiritual. I'm also aware that everyone may not be of the the Christian faith. I'm also aware that everyone may not even believe in God. But what we all have in common is our addiction and our recovery and for a large amount of us can attest that there is a spiritual component to our addiction and that sometimes we do have to reach out to a higher power. That's where our motivation comes from. I love the part here when they talk about you can never exhaust God's resources. Your recovery is a miracle. Now, here's the thing. Sometimes we think that we can't pray for something really big or we think that we have met, we may have messed up beyond repair or we're too deep in a rabbit hole. We made too many financial mistakes. Our marriage is never going to be able to be salvaged. Our kids probably are not talking to us. We're probably fighting a health battle. We're probably fighting an emotional battle, a mental health battle. And we feel like that we're losing. You have to understand 
God is bigger than our problems and we can never exhaust God's resources. So remember that when we on this war, while we're on our journey, remember that, ladies and gentlemen, all right? He could walk into a tomb. I love when also they said that Christ had to know Lazarus' name because when he walked in the tomb, if he didn't say his name, he would have woke up all everyone that was dead because that's how powerful the word is, right? And this goes back to the word, all right? Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, please, again, don't let the demonic goons rob you. Stand guard. Be strong in the Lord. Don't be scared. Take control. Remember who we are. Fight and let's fight to win. Let's keep going. He can walk into the tomb of Lazarus and say, Lazarus, come forth. Why does he call Lazarus by name? Because if he didn't call him by name, he has so much strength. Every dead man on planet Earth would have gotten up. That's why. Our God is an awesome God. He's full of grace and truth. He's the almighty El Shaddai, the conqueror of death, hell, and the grave. He's the conqueror of sickness and death. He's the conqueror of powers and principalities. He's the conqueror from Calvary. He's the lion of the tribe of Judah. He's the Lord of glory. And he's coming soon with power and great glory. Give him praise in the house of God. Now here's what else you must do in the summer. Like a father, you must look out for your enemies. Now here's one more. We must also deal with the enemies within ourselves. Yes, we've got enemies on the outside, but some of the enemies are not way off in some distant country. Some of the enemies are a lot closer than that. They are within. And I want to give you a list of some of the things to watch out for when you get back home called enemies within your Self. Here's the first one. Indifference. Whatever you do, practice not being casual. You've got to shake off sometimes the lethargy. That would say, oh well, maybe it's not going to work for me. Or I'll just go along and see what happens. I'm asking you, whatever you do, the intensity that you've gathered up here during this extravaganza, I want you to take this same intensity home with you. <coughs> Don't be casual. Casualness creates casualties. Go home with a renewed intensity. Don't let indifference take over. Here's the next one. Indecision. Someone's mentioned it a couple of times on this stage. They've had to deal with it. You've got to deal with it. Indecision is called the thief of opportunity. Make decisions even if it's a wrong decision. Do the very best you can, make a decision and go with it. If it doesn't work out because it was a wrong decision, I'm telling you, that gives you experience now to make a better decision. Here's the next one, doubt. We've all got to deal with the enemy of doubt. Cynicism has a unique way of crowding in on all of us. Being cynical about the government, being cynical about banks and money, being cynical about society, being cynical about the past, cynical about the future. I'm asking you, don't let that disease grab you by the throat and ruin your chances to do well. Yes, it's easy to doubt that it can happen. It's easy to doubt. We've all got fears that want to crowd in. 
I say to you that if it can happen to us, it can happen to anybody in this room. Don't doubt your own ability. Don't doubt your own strength. Next is worry. But here's the clue. Don't let it conquer you. Take all of the worries you've got and try to drive them into the smallest corner you can possibly find. If you don't, worry will be like a mad dog loose in the house. It'll have you in the corner. So whatever your enemies are here, drive them into a small corner. Here's the next one. Over caution. Hey, in the spring, if you're too cautious, you never will plant the seed. If you're too cautious, you won't take the chance. If you're too cautious, you won't step out front. If you're so cautious, you probably never would have done your first meeting. Make this note. You got to take a chance. Drive your tendency to be too cautious. Drive it into a small corner. Yes, you can't be gullible. No, you can't go for everything. Yes, you've got to be careful. Yes, but don't be so cautious that it paralyzes you. Don't be so cautious that it restricts your chance to do better. See if you can't conquer that. Here's the next one. Pessimism. Yes, there's the dark side. Yes, there's the problem side. Yes, there's the difficult side. But I'm telling you, it's not the only side. Yes, the glass is half empty, but it's also half full. Yes, there's the dark side, but there's the light side. Yes, the night comes, but so does the day. I'm telling you, don't be afraid of both sides, opportunity and difficulty, chance and danger. Learn how to handle it all. Ladies and gentlemen, the final part of this is fighting the enemies within, right? So remember, Pastor John McGee's a pastor. You're going to get that motivation from him, that fire and brimstone. Behold the cross of the Lord, the Lord vibe, right? But Jim Rome is also a motivational speaker. He kind of balances it out. He balances the vibe saying, let's make sure by this summer, right? So that's a point for us, a point to remember. Now we have a call to action. By this summer, so we have time. We're in February, right? So let's use this winter to build, right? Let's use this time to build for people who's not on the East Coast, who's in different parts of the world. Let's use this time to build ourselves up and fight the enemies within. I'm always fighting the enemy within because I'm my biggest obstacle. And when we understand that we're our largest obstacle, our mind, how we create limitations in our mind, how we barricade ourselves in our mind and we find it difficult to get out of our own comfort zones. It's important to fight the indifference, practice not being casual, shake off the lethargy. I like that. We always say brush your shoulders off, but how about shake off that lethargy, shake off that comfort zone, shake off that 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 comfortability that keeps you trapped in the same place year after year after year after year, right? Indecision. It's the thief of opportunity. I'm a Libra, so this was probably made specifically for me because I'm a Libra and I'm very indecisive. But the one thing I like that Jim Rome states is just make a decision anyway. Whether it's good or bad, it doesn't matter. Just make the decision. You can figure it out, and if it doesn't work in your favor, it's still a learning opportunity, right? Doubt. The most important thing about doubt 
Everyone doubt deals with it. We all doubt ourselves, right? But we have to deal with it. We have to put it in perspective, all right? Don't doubt your own ability or strength. I remember my younger brother saying that to me. Um, and coming from my younger brother, it was truly inspirational. I was telling him that uh, some plans that I had. And he said, you know what, bro? Just don't doubt yourself. You know, just believe in yourself. Just trust yourself. Don't doubt yourself. Because when we doubt ourselves, it's another form of abuse. It's just like our addiction. When we use, we're abusing ourselves. We're giving up on ourselves. We're giving our power over to something else. We're doubting our own ability to live and thrive without drugs or alcohol. We're doubting our ability. And then when we choose our recovery, we're accepting ourselves and we're taking back our power and our strength. So definitely don't doubt yourself and your ability because we are amazing and we all have to start giving ourselves a fair shake, right? Watch out for worry and being overcautious and don't let your doubt and your fears paralyze you ladies and gentlemen you're listening to the sober is dope podcast i'm your host pop buchanan i hope you enjoyed this monday morning power episode it's a motivational episode from monday to sunday all right i love you guys i'll catch you on the other side
that we 